black child. It's so good to know you're here. Do you know how much you mean to us? You are our everything. You are the best parts of us. You are absolute joy. You are absolute love. You are safe. You mean so much to the world. As we honor you, our future, we celebrate those who came before us and promise to continue honoring them and loving each other. Most importantly, loving you, Black child. Today's proverb is from the Bahamas. It says, Mad dogs bite the hand that feed them. What does this mean? It means to be grateful, especially to those who are helping you. Because if you're not, you could end up hurting yourself or someone else in the end. We should be thankful for the genuine help we receive from others and show our gratitude or our thanks whenever we can. Having gratitude can make another person feel appreciated. And the more we have and show gratitude, the more we enjoy life. Repeat after me. I am loved. I am cherished. I am grateful. Nice work. Now, lie down in bed and close your eyes. Good job. Take in a deep breath. Filling your belly with as much air as possible. Now slowly breathe out. Try it again. In. Filling your tummy up like a giant balloon. And slowly exhale out. one more time. Breathe in. Hold it. And out. Wow. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle. Keep wiggling. Wiggle. Good. This time, when you wiggle your toes, wiggle your feet too. Go. Wiggle. 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 And stop. Now, can you move your legs around? I know that feels funny, but you can do it. You can shimmy your legs. Wiggle your legs or squeeze your legs, anything you want. Go. One, two, three, four. Stop. 
Okay. Wiggle your fingers. Nice. Wiggle. 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 And stop. Can you make a fist with your hands? Nice work. Make your arms move like tentacles on a jellyfish. That's right. Ooh. Move them around for one, two, three, four. Stop. Nice. Can you turn your head to the left? Good work. Can you turn your head to the right? You got it. On three, I want you to squeeze every part of your body. Make a fist, scrunch up your toes, hold your jaw tight, everything that you can hold together. Got it? One, two, three, go. Let go. and make a silly face. <laughs> you are so funny. Let it go. Smile really, really wide now. Keep smiling. Let it go. Make an angry face. <laughs> Let it go. Breathe in. And breathe out. Let your head sink into your pillow. Let your head rest completely. Breathe in. And out. You remember that your body is a group of different parts connected together. Breathe in. Breathe out. There is life flowing back and forth inside of you, like a great river. You even see a river. You look around and see that you are floating on a raft. This is an easy river. gray rocks. They line the sides of the river. The sound of water calms you. And you remember to keep breathing in and out. This water is crystal clear. You can see the pebbles and the rocks underneath you. Two orange and white koi fish swim next to you. They scurry ahead, taking turns leading one another. And you laugh watching their race. A breeze pushes you forward and you feel a mist on your face. 
tiny drops of water all around you. Your raft begins to turn a corner and you hear the sleepy bellow of a waterfall. And then you see it. Your raft stops. You are far enough to stay safe, but close enough to see, feel, and hear this waterfall. The water seems to pour in from the sky, as if it were storming, but as you look up, you only see sunlight. The water is an icy blue, and when it gets to the river, it joins in with the clear water streaming over pebbles and reflecting the light of the sun. You look over your raft into the water and it is reflecting your face just like a mirror. You stare back at the fall and feel the water all around you misting in the air. You decide to rest here don't worry, you are safe. That's it. Rest. Oh, this is beautiful. You feel your raft beginning to float away from the waterfall. As you take one more look, you remember how it flows from a great source of power, just like you. You remember it is made up of streams of moving energy, just like you. How water is one of the world's most precious creations, just like you. You remember that you are all things that are good. And relax. We have two stories for you tonight. They are both about being grateful. So, if you're ready, let's begin. Polly wants a friend. Malcolm spent all day in his room with Polly. Polly was his parakeet. His Uncle Jay had brought her over for Malcolm's seventh birthday, and Malcolm was so excited. He spent all day repeating words, hoping Polly would catch on. Hello, Malcolm said. Now your turn. Polly said nothing. Malcolm stared. Okay, let's try another one. Malcolm, that's me. You go. Polly squeaked. And then pooed. Malcolm was exhausted. He'd been at this all day. Polly was supposed to talk, but she only stared, pooped, and slept. She was no better than his little brother. That thought made him upset. Because ever since his little brother came, 
His parents never had any time to play. They spent all of their moments feeding Aaron, burping Aaron, cuddling Aaron, or putting him to sleep. At first, it was cute, but now Malcolm was a bit annoyed. He would bring his mom a cup of cocoa, or his dad a cookie from the kitchen. Before Aaron came, they would say, Thank you, Malcolm, and hug him really, really tight. Now, they just smiled and went back to the baby. That's why Uncle Jay got Polly. She was supposed to be a new friend who would be lots of fun while Aaron needed their parents. Only, Polly was the exact opposite. She wasn't loads of fun, just quiet and boring. Between a screaming baby and a dull parakeet, what would he do? Try Polly want a cracker, his mom said while she entered his room. Your Uncle Jay and I had a parakeet, and that's the only thing it would say, but boy, was it loud and demanding. Sometimes they just need a little reward, his dad said, entering the room with a glass of milk for Malcolm and a new cracker for Polly. He rubbed Malcolm's head and got back to the baby. That night, Malcolm laid down early. It was time for bed and there was no point in trying anymore. The next morning, he woke up to Polly swinging back and forth. This was new. So he tried the same words again. But she turned her head away and squawked. Malcolm ran to the kitchen where his brother was screaming. Hey, Mom. Dad, he said. No one replied. He went back upstairs and closed the door. No one had time for him. They were all just too busy. A call came in on his phone. It was Uncle Jay. Malcolm wasn't going to answer, but Uncle Jay kept calling and calling and calling. When he picked up, Malcolm sounded like he felt. So Uncle Jay knew something was wrong. Malcolm explained all of his feelings to Uncle Jay, who offered to talk to his parents. Uncle Jay explained that sometimes adults can be busy, but they can also make mistakes. He told Malcolm to be patient with Polly and that it would all work out. He thanked Malcolm for sharing his feelings and promised it would all get better. A few hours later, Malcolm's parents came upstairs. They were alone. No screaming Aaron in sight. They both sat on the bed and asked if they could talk. His mom went first. Baby, we spoke to Uncle Jay, and we are so sorry that you felt lonely. We were all trying so hard. Huh? What do you mean? He replied. We noticed you were having a hard time hanging out with Aaron. So Uncle Jay suggested Polly. Your dad said he came in a few times to bring you a cracker to feed her, but you told him no. And then I came in to try to cheer you up. And, oh, said Malcolm. That's when he remembered. His mom was right. 
Malcolm's dad continued, but we realized you were doing so many nice things for us. We didn't even say thank you. I guess we were tired, but you still deserve that much. We are so sorry that we hurt your feelings, but we're very, very thankful to have an amazing kid like you. Malcolm hugged his parents and showed them what he'd been trying to do with Polly. They showed Malcolm how to pet Polly on the beak and head. From then on, every day he did this, and Polly made a bit more noise. And while Polly made more noise, Aaron seemed to be making less. Malcolm would go into his parents' room and make funny faces or laugh. Aaron was so cute, and he actually started to cry less as Malcolm played with him more. Malcolm was now so thankful for all of the fun they had together. And he was so grateful for his parents. He noticed that they got up early to eat breakfast with him and pulled down his favorite books from the shelf at bedtime. One morning, Malcolm woke up to the sweetest squawk ever. Hello, Rock. Hello. Could it be? Was it? Yes, it was Polly. She was talking. And she said more and more words every day. When Malcolm called to tell his Uncle Jay, he laughed over the phone and said, You see that man? You showed her love every day. Whether she could talk or not. And now, well, she's comfortable enough to try. All she needed was a true friend. That story was interesting. Malcolm was having very real feelings. He was lonely and couldn't see that so many people were showing up for him. His parents also needed to do a better job at showing their gratitude for all of his patience When they were able to show their gratitude, he was able to better see and appreciate all of the good things happening to him and the people who cared for him. In the end, that made it easier for him to connect with Polly. He was grateful just to have her. And eventually, she was able to speak. Our next story, like our proverb, is from the Bahamas. It is about a group of animals who learn an important lesson about being grateful. Why the Serpent Crawls But Never Blinks At the beginning of the world, the snake looked very different than it does today. The snake had legs and could even talk. Still, it was unhappy with its appearance. When Creator put Snake down, it looked for its cousins, Cayman, Lizard, and Turtle. Snake chatted with its family and told them all to complain to the Creator. They stood and yelled at the sky. Creator, oh wise, bold, brilliant Creator, 
We have seen the trees, the green and blues of parrot, and now the stripes on zebra. Is there no color left for us? The creator smiled and colored the snake and its cousins with marvelous patterns. The creator, happy with its work, said all is well and turned away. Pardon me, said Snake, but I wondered upon fish, and my its scales were mesmerizing. With a smaller smile but just as much enthusiasm, Creator added scales to Snake and its cousins. Creator turned away, working on the rest of the world, until Snake piped up again. Sky Painter, you have hurt us, for you have given so much to other creations. Today, Lion with its large nostrils looked upon me. Those nostrils will certainly take Lion further than my measly eyes. The now annoyed creator quickly gave Snake and its cousins powerful nostrils to smell. Creator replied, I've given you everything. Leave me now. I feel tired. Snake laughed. <laughs> How can you be tired when you've done no work? A silence fell over the land. Creator looked to Snake with anger now in its eye. What did you say? Snake repeated its words and added that it saw a bird flying freely in the air. Creator replied, <laughs> Let me guess, you desire wings. You've tested my patience, and now I give you what I please. With that, Creator called lightning bolts from the sky. One bolt struck Cayman and flattened its head. Another bolt cut Lizard's tail. Turtle hid in its shell, and Creator turned to Snake and whispered, Your eyes made you envious. They will now remain open your entire life. Creator called forth another bolt, this one removing Snake's legs. And you will wander the world on your belly, so you can no longer complain to the sky. How the serpent came to crawl and never blink. Well, that story was something. It really shows us how being ungrateful can work against us. All of the animals who were comparing themselves to other animals and asking the Creator to give them something different eventually suffered. The animals were mean and nasty to the Creator instead of showing gratitude. Now, we want you to remember that it's not bad to want something different or something more. The world is so beautiful because so many people wanted more. They wanted more freedom, added equality, better health, improved schools, the list goes on and on. Still, don't forget to enjoy what you already have and appreciate those things too. As we end our time together, 
don't worry. We'll be back to help you rest. Remember that we should always be grateful and share that gratitude. Having gratitude can have a domino effect. That means one thing can happen after another thing happens. Like in our first story, Malcolm's parents needed to show how thankful they were for him. Then he felt loved, and so he was able to be grateful for the things he already had. And as a result, he was able to be a better friend to Polly. Or we could take a lesson from the story of the serpent. We can appreciate who we are and what we've been given. We can love ourselves. That is the best form of gratitude. But there are certainly others. If someone helps you, say thank you. You can even take it a step further and pay it forward. That means do something nice for someone else. We know you already do so many of these things because you are such a grateful, caring, and thoughtful person. Being grateful allows us to share our love, and that is truly the best thing about being alive. As always, it was fun spending time with you. Whatever you do, don't forget. We love you. Good night, black child. <laughs>